Welcome to FitSpeak, the Fraser Valley's fitness, wellness, and endurance sports podcast. We're brought to you by TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. If you're interested in trying a triathlon, fancy a fondo, or perhaps want to run your first marathon, check out the Facebook page, TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. We're also brought to you by Cedar Valley Massage and Wellness Clinic, featuring massage therapy, chiropractic care, and psychological services. Book your next appointment at cedarvalleymassage.ca. I'm Kevin Hines. And I'm Kevin Watt. Coming up on the program today, our feature interview with Ryan Clifton, Coach Emissions Master Swim Club. We're also going to be taking a look at what's happening in and around our area on our weekly event schedule. We also have our Fit Tip of the Week coming at you. But first, here's a look at some recent race results. On Sunday, November 6th, the Tri-Events Ron McDonald House multi-distance race was held out in Boundary Bay. And the winners of the marathon overall, here's Kevin. Overall marathon winner was John Maxwell, running a time of 2 hours, 53 minutes and 13 seconds. That's really fast. Second place was Dennis Mornero, running a time of 3 hours, 4 minutes, 35 seconds. And in third place, Ryan Job in a time of 3 hours, 8 minutes, 6 seconds. Over in the female division, our winner was Janet Lunn with a time of 3 hours and 21 minutes. A few minutes behind her, second place, Hilly Van Klooster with a time of 3.28. And taking third, Lisa LeBaire with a time of 3 hours and 33 minutes. In the half marathon division, uh, running a first place was Felipe Edora in a time of 1 hour, 21 minutes, 26 seconds. Close behind him was Spencer Bass in second place for 1 hour, 25 minutes, 13 seconds. And in third place, Milan Benaka running a time of 1 hour, 28 minutes, 51 seconds. Also some pretty fast times in the female half marathon division. Taking first was Vivian Davidson. Check out this time, an hour and 24 minutes and 58 seconds. Second was Erin Nesman, running a time of an hour and 32 minutes. Not too far back of her, Caitlin Sinclair taking the bronze in the overall half marathon for the females in one hour and 34 minutes. In the 10K division, in first place was Chris Bunce, running a time with 37 minutes, 58 seconds. Close behind him was Warner Blom in second place in a time of 43 minutes, three seconds. Third place was Tyson Matheson, running a time of 44 minutes and 32 seconds. Things were pretty tight in the females 10K division as well, taking first Lauren James with a time of just under 46 minutes. Lauren went 45 minutes, 58 seconds, coming in second overall in the females. Kathy Ford for the 10K, her time 46 minutes, 27 seconds, and not too far behind her with the time of 48.23 was Michelle Thomas. And something overall in the 5K division, the females dominated it. Here's the results. Taking first overall, not only in the females, but overall 5K winner going under 20 minutes, Courtney McEwen running a 19.34. Coming in second, Penelope Marneau running a 21.25. That's for silver in the overall for the 5K. And the bronze in the overall, also female, that's Hilary Spires running 
58. Over in the men's division, Vitaly Guliov came in first place running a time of 22 minutes 40 seconds. Close behind him in second place was Brian Young running a time of 23 minutes 24 seconds. Third place was Kevin Ridley in a time of 24 minutes 25 seconds. If you're like many people who are interested in doing a triathlon but haven't gotten around to actually doing one yet, chances are it's the swim that is holding you back. There's many of us who ran or biked as kids, but other than doing a few Red Cross swimming lessons back in the 1970s, our swimming's been few and far between. If you do have decent overall fitness and can maybe swim a lap or two, you do have a chance of being a triathlete in 2017. For folks in the Mission area, Tuesday and Thursday evenings are Masters Swim Nights at the Mission Leisure Center. Leading the group is swim coach Ryan Clifton. Ryan stopped by the FitSpeak studios last week to tell us about how he got into swim coaching, his approach to coaching adults, and his healthy obsession with craft beer. So Ryan, what were some of the sports that you did as a kid growing up? I didn't have a lot of access to sports because I was actually homeschooled, so I didn't go through any of the uh, athletics programs that most high schools go through. I wasn't introduced to skiing, I wasn't introduced to football, I wasn't introduced to any track or running or anything like that. It was more of what my parents did. So uh, competitive swimming was pretty well it because my mom wanted us to swim as a skill more than anything else. So we went through Red Cross lessons and then I got pulled out of Red Cross to go into competitive swimming because I had a knack for it and that's kind of what I stuck with. Now, if there was a sport that you could have participated in growing up but never had a chance to at that time, what might have that been? Not a football guy. I'm not really a pro sports fan, so I don't know if that would have been different. I had access to it uh, when I was younger, but uh, stuff that interests me now is more martial arts style stuff, so looking more at uh, judo or jiu-jitsu. I'm not tall, so mm-hmm. but I am short and stocky, so it would be good for doing hip throws and what have you. So, But again, when I was a kid, uh, again, I would have liked to learn skiing or snowboarding back when I was younger because I like being outside and on the mountain. So. so primarily individual sports. Yeah, yeah. So competitive swimming, uh, how good did you get? <laughs> I swam to the youth national level, so pretty well Western Canada type competition. So never went national, um, youth national being anywhere from Winnipeg this way type thing. So again, Western nationals, that was as far as I went. I was more into the coaching aspect of it. I got into coaching earlier on. So so when you uh, say early on, what does that mean? I pretty well started coaching when I was 14. Wow. 14 or 15. Again, coaching the little kids and then kind of stuck with it right through till well, today, technically. <laughs> so you started coaching at a very young age. Um, what drew you to the coaching? Because that seems like an awfully young age to be telling other people what to do. Uh, when you actually go through the swimming program, um, especially with competitive swimming, they, they like to bring on sort of younger or junior athletes sort of thing as, uh, as hirelings, underlings, whatever, minions for the, the primary coaches to work with the little kids. So again, you're in the water and you're moving around with the little guys. Uh, I enjoy doing that. I like teaching, so it's interaction more than anything else. And I think that's more of who I am. It's just the interaction education part of it. So. So you might have to use all your fingers or maybe even your fingers and toes to answer this question. So how many years have you actually been coaching now? I took a little hiatus for a little bit when I was going to school. Uh, 19, pretty well 1994 to 1999 would be the first stint. Uh, traveled for a little bit. So we're looking at, uh, well, I mean, we can say 94 all the way up to the present because I've been coaching master swimming now for a while. But uh, 94 to, to 99 took about 
four, five, six years off while I was going to school, get my degree, and then uh, pretty well dove back into coaching the kids again, and then picked up the master's swimming program on top of that. So uh, six years out of 94 to 2016, so 22 minus six. <laughs> A lot of experience there. 18, 16 years. There you go, 16 years. So what do you think might be different about your approach to master swimming as opposed to maybe some other master swim coaching programs out there? As far as other master swimming coaching programs or master's programs, uh, my background is kinesiology. So I'm very mechanics focused, right? So I'm really looking at uh, body mechanics and movement mechanics, um, postural alignments. Uh, as far as swimming goes, it requires a fair bit of flexibility. So again, I like to educate not just on the swimming aspect, the technical aspect, but also the, the movement aspect as well. So you're actually looking at how we move in general, not just in the water. Uh, like I said, I like to educate, so it's part of my whole background in uh, rehab and kinesiology. So, And the only swim coach in the Fraser Valley who gives homework, may I add. Tell eh, us, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> tell us some funny stories or any uh, memorable moments in your coaching career. Coaching career. Okay, well, I do have uh, some. This is, this is going back a number of years. Um, my... <laughs> Uh, young boys, so again, these are the Division Two summer swimming uh, kids. This is now going back to maybe 1996, 97. Um, yeah, I brought my, my Division Two uh, boys relay team, freestyle relay team, to a provincial gold medal. Uh, again, this is a long time ago, but that provincial record actually still stands today oh. as far as I know. So it's uh, that was pretty memorable for me. I couldn't tell you where... <laughs> Uh, the provincials were at that time, but uh, that was that was pretty exciting way back when. Um, master swimming, a little bit different, not as competitive, but uh, I like seeing people get their aha moments where they actually kind of figure something out and they can follow through with it and it sticks. So, can you think of any uh, as a coach? You must have some frustrations plus also successes. You're teaching people who yeah. perhaps have never swam before. Um, any That's stories that come to mind? <laughs> Well, I mean, frustrating for me when somebody kind of shows up for the sake of showing up. It's different with masters versus the the kids for sure. Kids can sometimes be there because outside sources tell them they have to be there, not naming names. Um, usually most of the masters and the adults are there because they want to be there. They want to learn. They want to get faster. They want to uh, improve something, right? Uh, so they have more of a vested interest in it. So that's always nice. It's frustrating when it's frustrating for me when I see somebody else get frustrated, right? So again, when they get pissed off at themselves or or they don't feel like they're uh, they're meeting their own expectations, it can be frustrating for me too. But like I said, when they they kind of clue in and they get it, that's that's very rewarding. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully you've had a few of those cats. We <laughs> have on occasion. <laughs> Um, tell us about the upcoming season that you've got coming. Yeah. We're just coming to the end of one. Yeah. Uh, so unlike some master swim clubs, I don't don't make you sign up for a whole year. I do sets, uh, usually two months at a time. So we we're literally just finishing up our first set for the year tonight and uh, starting again next week, uh, next Tuesday. And what we're looking at is eight weeks, either once or twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday nights. Uh, pretty well taking us right up to Christmas time, and then uh, we'll take a little hiatus over Christmas. So. so for the folks that are listening to this podcast, we're doing this podcast. It's going to be aired the uh, 
second week in November, so the sessions will already be in session. <laughs> now, for a person who's listening to the podcast right now and says, uh, you know, I've missed the, missed the deadline to sign up, is it still possible for them to get into it? It is certainly still possible. Like I said, I can get you to sign up for a half set, which is you show up for any eight of the 16 sessions, or there's a $15 drop-in fee as well, so you can pretty well... Uh, get yourself into the pool and come out on the pool that can say hi or you can always just stop by and say hi anytime I'll uh, know who you are and we'll figure it out from there before we let you go Ryan mm -hmm. favorite beetle and why <laughs> I'm gonna have to say Ringo uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's too soon to say this but because uh, he's still alive uh, but he is also the voice of Thomas the train of the conductor who is my son is four years old <laughs> so of course I have to know that inside and out so required uh, listening yeah. and finally <laughs> favorite beverage and mm -hmm. why if you dare favorite beverage well I mean my favorite would have to be beer okay because it's a never-ending journey <laughs> what's what's the big one now Oh, the big one right now, um, one of my favorites, which I actually just had recently, was the Tofino Brewing uh, Kelp Stout. Uh, just actually had that on the weekend. I did a nice little hike up to the the High Knoll in Minicata Park in Poco and brought a beer with me and sat up at the top in the sunshine and mm -hmm. drank a beer at the top. Uh, so as far as beer goes, it's one of my favorites, but it was, also, it was just a good experience to do it too. So once again, if you're interested in doing your first triathlon but can't swim too well, or if you can swim okay and are just looking to improve your technique and swim fitness and maybe get faster, you can sign up for the Mission Masters Swimming Club. Just drop by the Mission Leisure Center at 7.30 on Tuesday or on Thursday. One of the nice things about living in the Fraser Valley is that while the rest of the country has shut down in terms of racing, things are still pretty busy around here. First off on the bike, the cyclocross kind. Join me, Matt Scott, and the rest of the folks out at Mill Lake Park in Abbotsford on Sunday, November 20th for the second Valley Cross race of the season. It's a cool course, challenging but safe. Bring your mountain bike, bring your fat tire bike, it doesn't matter, but remember to bring your sense of fun, oh yeah, and your helmet as well. Go to valleycross.ca for more information. If cyclocross isn't your thing, but you still want to race in Abbotsford Sunday the 20th, it's the Cross Country Ramble. This is taking place at Clearbrook Park. It's a 10 o'clock sharp start, and it's just $10 to run. Three more if you're not a BC Athletics member. If you live in the Chilliwack area, you can sign up at the Garrison Running Company, or online, you can go to peninsularrunners.com. Also in Abbotsford, this one is on December the 3rd, the annual fundraiser run for the Salvation Army, the Santa Shuffle takes place. $30 is the entry fee, but some friends, get them together in a team of 10, you can enter for almost $10 less. For the course details and more information, it's santashuffle.ca slash Abbotsford. That's santashuffle.ca slash Abbotsford. And as you heard here in our feature interview, the Mission Masters Swimming Group is starting a new session of workouts with Ryan Clifton. You can drop by the Mission Leisure Center to join on any Tuesday or Thursday night. Drop in at about 7.45. And that's your upcoming events calendar. In last week's Fit Tip, we told you about this amazing substance that improves athletic performance by increasing energy and reducing the amount of pain you feel while pushing hard. It was, of course, caffeine. 
And this week we're going to tell you about another performance enhancing substance. It also has been shown to increase motivation to exercise and to push harder or at least maintain your pace. But unlike last week's substance, this one you need to take through your ears, not through your mouth. We're talking, of course, about music. In the past 10 years or so, there's been an increase in research that supports the use of music to A, get off the couch, and B, keep you going intensely once you've arrived. Brunel University researcher Costas Karagiorgis went so far as calling the use of music a type of legal performance-enhancing drug. Without going into specific brain chemistry functions that music purportedly triggers, the thing to remember is that listening to the right type of music can distract you from pain, put you in a better mood, and reduce your perceived rate of exertion. However, just like caffeine, there's a bit of a double-edged sword effect with music. Of course, there's the inherent danger of listening to it too loudly in your headphones, causing ear damage, or there's the effect of riding your bike while listening to the music with your headphones on and being oblivious to the dangers around you. Specifically, that redneck in the F-350 Dually coming down Sylvester Road at 120 kilometers per hour. Furthermore, there's the fact that if you are racing, most race organizers do not allow competitors to participate using headphones, so you don't want to be too dependent on music. But for firing you up on the spin bike or jacking you up on the treadmill in these dreary months in the Fraser Valley, why not crank up the Van Halen and go for it? To read more on the specific details of the mind-body connection of music, Google this, Scientific American and workout music. And that's your Fit Tip of the Week. On a truly tragic note, on Sunday, November 6, six cyclists riding single file on River Road in Richmond were involved in an accident with an oncoming vehicle. Five cyclists went to hospital, two with serious injuries. Sadly, Brad Dean, age 33, was pronounced dead at the scene. Brad Dean, member of Just Giver for Parkinson's Disease and Gastown Cycling Club, was an accomplished musician, academic, athlete, teacher, businessman, and an avid cyclist. Dean, originally from White Rock, was a friend, brother, son, grandson, a husband, and most of all, an amazing individual that meant many things to many people, says friend and teammate Kelly Jablonski. As noted by the Glotman Simpson Cycling Club, unfortunately this accident is a solemn reminder to all to remain aware and safe when riding. A celebration of life will be held at Victoria Memorial Park in South Surrey on Friday, November 18th at 3pm. In lieu of flowers, donations to prostate cancer research or to the Burnaby Velodrome Club would be gratefully appreciated. This Saturday the 19th there will be a memorial ride held in Stanley Park at 10 a.m. for Brad Dean. This ride is open to all cyclists and cycling clubs. Please attend. And that's it for another edition of FitSpeak, the Fraser Valley's wellness, fitness and endurance sports podcast. I'd like to thank this week's guest, Mission Master Swim Coach Ryan Clifton, my co-host Kevin Watts and you for listening. Bye for now.